kind of just this cool little incubator that we built for brands who are just a little bit earlier than some others. I love the structure for the account team and like the media buyer can wear so many different hats because they're so aligned to the incentive structure that you guys are using that they just do whatever the hell needs to be done in order to drive results. As brands grow, they kind of graduate and move on to a higher scope of services. We can increase creative, we can increase pages, we can increase uh, services, expand channels. It addresses the need like for earlier stage companies that I think is a really interesting friction point for early stage brands as they grow. Wrong size, wrong color, didn't look right in the living room? There are hundreds of reasons your customers return products, but returns don't have to be goodbyes. They can be an opportunity to complete the shopping experience. Built exclusively for Shopify, Loop lets you create a delightful return experience to attract and retain more customers. By making it easy for your customers to find products they love, they'll come back again and again. See why thousands of Shopify brands like Allbirds, Chubbies, and Brooklinen trust Loop as their return partner at loopreturns.com slash DTC. Hello and welcome to All Killer No Filler, the DTC podcast. I'm Eric Dick. Today I am here with Jacob, our pilot program director at Pilothouse, as well as Cam, marketing director at Pilothouse. And we're going to talk about the pilot program. Jacob, tell me, what is the pilot program and why did we start it here at Pilothouse? Yeah, I mean, what it is, is a way for brands that are kind of in that, you know, sweet spot of they've proven themselves out, they have sales, but they haven't, you know, cracked the code to be able to turn themselves into that million dollar brand that they want to be. Um, so pilot programs are a great way to get in and actually test out a lot of stuff uh, with, you know, a, a lower initial investment, a lower initial commitment, something where you can test maybe a bit of Facebook ads, Instagram ads, a little bit of creative, a little bit of, you know, page optimization, maybe even a little TikTok stuff. And through that, we're, we test, you know, a little more rapidly and intimately, but at the same time, we're not accessing these, these larger teams, uh, you know, the creative teams, the page optimization teams. So uh, yeah, for brands that want to get in and, you know, start testing this stuff, start figuring out why they can't become the multi-million dollar brands. Um, it's a great way to test all these things. The buyers wear a lot of hats. And then once you start figuring out and cracking that code, it, it'll make financial sense to, you know, spend a bit more into these other these other larger services. So it's kind of a, a great way for, you know, brands seeing maybe 20000 a month to Two or three hundred thousand a month, and in, in that range, it's it's a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah I was going to ask you about this sort of these uh, the chasms of scale in a way. Like, what in your experience working with as many brands as you have at your time at Pilot House? Like, how do you see these stages of scale with some of the brands that you work with? Yeah, I mean, there's those newer brands that you know they have the idea, and, and then they're just getting out to market, um, just trying to get those initial sales in, build up their their awareness, their top of funnel. Then there's kind of the brands that have done that, and these are the brands that are, you know, a great fit for pilot program, but they haven't really, you know, it's not, it doesn't make financial sense to drop 5K a day on ad spend when they're bringing in 5K a day. You know, they're looking to bring in 10, 15K a day. So how can they make that happen? Well, sure, they could go, you know, pay and get someone to <laughs> pay a creative team, pay a studio shoot, all this stuff, which is great once you've you've hit that floor, but they're not there yet. They need to at least test a little bit of all of it at a reduced rate even just to figure out what is working. And then you go all in, you know. 
Um, so that's that's that final piece, which is the toughest, of course. But what's so cool about the pilot program is it? it you know, I was there at the very first days of Pilot House. I, I actually wasn't working for Pilot House, but I rented office space back in the very early days. And even beyond that, the concept of sort of like do-it-yourself, scrappy, bias towards action, database, the sort the sort of like essence of Pilot House in some ways, I think, is alive and well in the pilot program. Uh, would you agree, Jacob? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, the buyers in there are are kind of urged to, you know, go beyond just Facebook and Instagram advertising and think a little more strategically about the business as a whole from, you know, first touch point on ad to last touch point on checkout. Uh, they get involved because they do have that personal vested interest. They're actually compensated based on that success. So, you know, goals are set in the pilot program as goals are exceeded. Uh, that's when they get compensated as well a bit a bit more. So it's very personal in that sense, and they do kind of do whatever they can to move the needle. It's not like they have a you know set rule of guidelines where they're allowed to contribute. So yeah, it's a great way to bring on another warrior onto your team, essentially. Cool. Cam, how do you see the pilot program kind of fitting in the uh, pilot house ecosystem? That's a great question. I just think for brands who are growing... It's just an interesting opportunity, and it almost goes back to the roots at Pilot House. Jacob, like when we were chatting about it yesterday, I, I love the structure that you guys have built for um, like the account team, and like the media buyer can wear so many different hats because they're so aligned to the incentive structure that you guys are using and like the actual retainer that they just do whatever the hell needs to be done in order to drive results. And that's actually like, that's just where we started. So I think it's a really cool system. And then as brands grow, which I think you should definitely, you know, chat through Jacob, some of these cool stories as brands grow, you know, they kind of graduate and move on to a, a higher scope of services um, and wrap around some of those other things that you mentioned. We can increase creative, we can increase pages, we can increase uh, services, expand channels, all of these things. So it's kind of just this this cool little incubator that we've built for brands who are just a little bit earlier than some others. It addresses the need like for earlier stage companies that I think is a really interesting friction point for early stage brands as they grow. Can you talk a little bit about some of the success stories in, in broad strokes, Jacob, that you've kind of had with the pilot program? Yeah, I mean, like, we've got quite a few clients in there now, and some of the earlier clients have seen, like, uh, I'll just get up some numbers here, like, one of our original clients, 130% increase of revenue year over year, and they've kind of elevated themselves to that next level now where it does make financial sense to invest a little more in these these other services, um, so that's a great success story there. Another cookware product that we we do, they have 40% increase year over year. They were already, you know, doing 100k a month. Now they're they're looking close to 200k average uh, revenue, which is, you know, again, that success story of like, okay, let's start let's start investing in, you know, getting creators on board, all this stuff. Um, a few other ones as well, 66% increase quarter over quarter. These are some newer clients here. 81% increase quarter over quarter. Um, conversion rates on sites, we've seen like 20% upticks quarter over quarter on a couple clients. And, you know, that's not just stemming from the ads. It's it's stemming from the, the page optimizations. We're working with the clients on that as well. I was going to ask, we always talk all the time about the brand and performance duality 
And I'm wondering in the pilot program, I imagine you're working, looking for clients that are willing to be flex, not like flexible with the brand. I imagine if you're, you know, because you're, you're really trying to scrap to find that product market fit, that the right audiences, the right creatives. How, how does the, the brand versus performance duality work on the pilot program? Typically the brands will need to come up like to us with some sort of benchmark, um, you know, what, whatever that may be and a little bit of assets that we can work with because to build all that ground up, it, it does take some investment and that, that again is an investment in itself. So they do need to be a bit flexible in the sense that we're going to take this stuff and iterate on it, whatever's working. You know, it might be that scrappy ads are, are bringing the performance and, you know, the ultimate goal of the pilot program is to increase that performance. So that's typically what we'd lean into at the moment. But at the same time, we do want to be brand aligned. Like, obviously, there is no longer term play of like things like that can come back and bite you. So there, there is definitely a balance. But I'd say like a lot of brands will hear this thing where it's like, oh, you need to be, you know, doing page optimization. You need to be in creative, you know, flexible there. You got to be doing all this. And they all, all of a sudden see dollar signs like, oh, I got to invest in all this stuff. But no, really, you can just sort of dabble in all this stuff and you will see, you know, differences in data. And then that's when you start to follow that, that golden path, essentially. That's so cool. And even just like just thinking about these clients graduating to Pilot House, they're going to be ideal clients for Pilot House because they already would have been working in the, you know, at the core of what Pilot House is about on the pilot program. So by the, by the time they reach the big leagues and they're spending uh, at the levels that, that those services make sense, they're probably, you know, pretty harmonious clients. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. They're used to kind of what's working, what's not our system, all this stuff. And it just makes a, a flawless like transition for sure. Yeah. Here's a question, uh, Jacob, like one of the things that, that stands out to me that you must be doing likely is using pre-sale pages, landing pages. It's something we talk about all the time. Are, are there anything, first of all, is that correct? And second of all, are there any other staples that go into your formula for successful pilot program launches? Yeah. So, I mean, typically like kind of a way we'll start is because, you know, a client might not have cracked that code yet. It's good to think about like, let's throw a lot at the wall here and figure out what sticks. So we'll, we'll test creatives. We'll put a, you know, mini bit of like maybe five bucks a day, uh, spending on one creative five bucks on, you know, two, three, four, up to 50 creatives sometimes. Um, Really just, again, getting that initial data and what angles are working, what ad copy is working. You know, we'll do the same with ad copy, uh, all these different angles. From there, you know, it maybe requires a couple hundred a day for those first few days of, uh, you know, spend. Then it's really taking those angles and starting to iterate on them, bringing that to pages, starting to test pre-sells versus, you know, collections. That's kind of like week two as well as combining the winners from those initial tests. And we'll start to see things like, oh, like UGC videos are really working well when paired with testimonial ad copy. Okay, we found a win there. How can we get more of that from the client? Uh, what can we provide to the client from our end? And then, you know, what's the, the, the play there on the, the campaign side? So we like to move really fast through that. And this is just how, you know, most clients should be approaching their campaigns when they're, you know, starting a new new initiative like this. Um, and from there, it's it's starting to think about, you know, scaling up, obviously, getting aligned on what sales are coming out. Um, and that roadmap is just like step by step, month by month. You want to see that uptick in revenue month over month, but you also want to make sure your returns aren't, aren't dipping on that revenue, obviously. So 
that's kind of our ultimate goal. And that's really how clients should be thinking about, you know, new initiatives like this. And it does take some time to reach that next level, like three to six months typically is when we'll kind of see it, it proven itself out. Yeah. Is there any consulting on the back end side of things during this on like email um, and other retention sides? Or is that just sort of left to the brand during the pilot program? Yeah, like typically the brand will handle that, but we'll just help. Like we'll, we'll definitely support because we do see, you know, what works on most accounts. Obviously, as a brand, you need to make sure your email is dialed in, especially if you're going to be spending on paid ads. Uh, if your email is not dialed in, you're just wasting a lot of dollars there. So, yeah, making sure that's all set up. Uh, tracking, Google Analytics, you know, Shopify, Facebook, Instagram, even some third-party platforms getting set up. We want to make sure we have all the ins- insight we can get there. Um, so there is some consulting in the sense of like we do want to, you know, have have everything in place to set you you up for success. And again, as a client or as a you know brand owner, you got to be thinking of that stuff because. If one of those aren't there, the like email's missing or, you know, tracking's missing or um, whatever it might be, like, the whole thing's not going to work, so. iOS 14.5, the infamous Apple update left D2C brands struggling to find and market to the right audiences. That's why hundreds of D2C brands are turning to Black Crow AI to boost their holiday marketing. Their plug-and-play machine learning technology measures in real time every visitor's likelihood to buy. You can then use these predictions to build predictive audiences for retargeting and prospecting. In short, Black Crow AI can significantly boost ROAS by helping you specifically target people who will actually want to buy from you. Find out why brands like Magic Spoon, Barabee, and Liquid IV are using Black Crow AI to supercharge their holiday marketing efforts. Visit blackcrow.ai slash DTC to request a 30-day free trial. And as I think about how Pilot House work, works with clients, you know, you've, you've got the the media team, you've got the content team. I think there's a, there's a strategy layer in there as well. Whereas on the Pilot program, it sounds like you're a bit more like the A team. Sounds like you you've got a bit more sort of like vertically integrated, holistic buyers. Can you talk a little bit about how you've built the team with the Pilot program? Yeah, I mean, the buyers that we're bringing into this uh, definitely have a little experience, like with all that stuff that we mentioned, like creative pages, uh, buying just from, you know, their past experiences. But at the same time, the way we run the program is is exposing them to all this stuff. So not only are they running like new accounts before they do that, they're shadowing all of our other accounts. Um, You know, they're learning from our creative teams, they're learning from our page teams, and then they're applying this to these clients. And again, they have the support of myself and the rest of Pilot House. So although the team may appear small of, you know, one or two buyers and myself, you actually are getting this, this insight from everyone else. You're just not getting, you know, the allocated tickets through all these other services because those are, you know, investment and those are for the large, large brands that have cracked that code. <laughs> I think it's attractive. I, you know, I think there's probably, it's funny, we just had this mastermind and there was probably, uh, you know, 45 brands that, that came and a bunch of them, a good, you know, the majority of them probably were in this category of sub 5 million uh, in revenue, maybe a little bit lower in some cases. Um, and I just think, I think a lot of them, when they're thinking about working with agencies, they don't love the idea that they're going to work with a, a finely tuned machine. I think, I think a lot of people like the idea that they'll be working with, with great marketers. Great. And I, and I know that in the pilot house system, you're also working with great marketers, but I think people like, like this, this hands-on approach, especially at that scale. 
I wonder if you were to flip this, like flip the position and put yourself in a brand owner of one of like at, at the size in which you guys are working with in the pilot program, like what questions would you be asking if you were looking for a growth partner? Pretty much where should we be putting our dollars is the biggest question. So, I mean, a big part of that is kind of like, it's hard to say because every brand is different. Some some come with great pages, some come with a great website, some come with great creatives. So as a brand owner, it's like, okay, I have all this stuff that we have invested in the past. We're getting sales. Like, where is the best place to invest my marketing dollars? And uh, this program allows you to at least figure that out. And additionally, it's like, I mean, every brand has different KPIs beyond just increasing their profit. Like some, you know, want to increase new customer base. Some actually want to increase repeat customers. Um, So we like to like align with that as well. And as a new brand, you need to ensure your buyers are aligned with that. Uh, Otherwise, you know, they're just working towards what their goals are. (laughs) So that's, that's a big part of it. And then at the same time, it's, it's also like, you don't want narrow vision. It's like, Hey, this is what's working. Let's spend all our money there. It's, you still need to keep, keep testing. That's just like the reality of it, but yeah, doing it efficiently and not going overboard is pretty important, especially at the start. Yeah, so I'm curious, like in the pilot program, uh, what percentage of your partners come from teams that were doing this internally and just are, are, are maxed out capacity versus teams who have worked with another growth partner and have been burned in some way? Actually, quite a few are coming in, like, and they're people trying to do it themselves. Uh, and obviously, like, as a brand owner, you're, you got all this other stuff going on, like fulfillment, shipping, you know, branding, all this stuff. So it is a lot of hats to wear. And I'd say that's probably 60% of them coming in right now. They maybe are doing it themselves or they have one team member doing it. So to them, it's freeing up a ton of time. There's obviously a lot of value getting a, a partner that's aligned with you to take that, that workload off and, you know, constant communication, weekly calls, all this stuff. You want to make sure you're, you're setting that up. And then the other 40%, you know, they're, they've worked with agencies that they just didn't like or the agencies, you know, they didn't like have that right focus. They spent too much, didn't see results. You know, it can obviously vary. But um, the beauty here is like you don't want to overcommit to an agency either. Like it is good to, you know, try stuff maybe for, you know, three months um, is like the pilot program testing period. That's usually what we see to prove things out. And if it's not working, like you're going to figure out, you're still going to get learnings out of this to, to apply, right? And then you can reinvest as needed. But to, uh, yeah, I'd say it's like 60-40 overall. Obviously, the biggest uh, sticking point for someone thinking about starting up with an agency is often the upfront costs, the retainers. Uh, how do the retainers work on the pilot program? Yeah, so they're kind of liquid in the sense that like a retainer doesn't really cover a certain amount of set things. Um, we'll actually like move and reallocate that around on our end based on what is going to move the needle. Again, that buyer wearing a lot of hats, working with you know the right people, getting pages, creatives, whatever's going to move the needle is what that retainer goes towards. It doesn't require you know oh let's renegotiate this or this. It's it's all flexible essentially. Which again it. It's benefited by having these Swiss Army Knife media buyers on the accounts who are, you know, doing anything to kind of make make those sales work and get really get the traction. The thing that I keep hearing again in this podcast is that this is really uh, the pilot program is really to help people generate that traction. I think that's what a lot of entrepreneurs are looking for is to build the traction, build the base that you can scale to those crazy heights off of uh, down the road. 
Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just get that momentum going and, you know, set your foundations and you'll start to be a lot more confident and, you know, paying a bit more of an investment to get more sales. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I, the way I look at it too is if you're doing this solo, I, I feel like one of the biggest limitations is obviously your time. And in working with your team, Jacob, it sounds like the media buyers, because they get to do like wear all these hats, it's just like it, it amplifies the amount of content, obviously, that we can uh, produce, whether that be pre-click, like from an ad perspective, or if we are doing pages, it, it just, there's no way in hell like, a single person is going to be able to do what your team does. So it just frees up that space. Uh, it's just like an amplification in my mind. Nice. If, uh, if anyone in the audience wants to uh, inquire about the pilot program, how do you recommend they go about it, Jacob? Yeah, um, the Pilot House website has a form you can submit. Um, just mentioning you're interested, uh, you can also reach out by our, by our phone number, um, and then yeah, I'll I'll connect with you guys and we can do a little audit, see see if it's a good fit, um, and then from there, obviously, we can chat further if needed. Cam and Jacob, thanks for coming on the DTC podcast today, guys. We'll uh, catch up again soon. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks, guys. All right. See you guys. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you're not getting the D2C newsletter, you can subscribe for free at directtoconsumer.co. And if you want to learn more about Pilot House's all-killer, no-filler services, take off to pilothouse.co. I'm Eric Dick, and this has been the D2C Podcast. We'll see you next time.